Welcome to Whistleblower Network News, Whistleblower of the Week. Today is a big day, National Whistleblower Day in Washington, D.C. The first Senate resolution recognizing National Whistleblower Appreciation Day occurred in 2013. We are now celebrating the 10th anniversary of the resolution. And let us not forget that for the rest of 2023 and 24, we will be continuing the work for making National Whistleblower Day permanent. Five prominent whistleblowers are heading that campaign, and we are expecting great strides in the days ahead. I will share with you the history of whistleblowing, but first, I have a very special guest with me. One of the producers of this show, Victoria Thompson. Welcome, Victoria. Hi. I'm happy to be here with you. This is probably the first and only time I will be in front of the mic rather than behind it. The reason I'm here today is because we have something extremely special and important to talk about, don't we, Jane? Yes, we do. National Whistleblower Day is a time that allows whistleblowers and advocates to get together and share their journeys and experiences, learn new facts, and set the agenda for the future. The motivating force behind National Whistleblower Day is the National Whistleblower Center. Oh, do I know a little bit about NWC? The National Whistleblower Center was founded in 1988 by three experienced whistleblower attorneys, Stephen Cohn, Michael Cohn, and David Colapinto. It was initially started to educate the public about the plight of whistleblowers at the Comanche Peak Nuclear Power Plant. Since then, the National Whistleblower Center and the law firm Cohn, Cohn, and Colapinto have remained dedicated to protecting all whistleblowers, regardless of nationality, industry, politics, or type of wrongdoing. With their hundreds of thousands of grassroots supporters, the National Whistleblower Center has achieved stunning success. They've added whistleblower protections into the Dodd-Frank Act, the Sarbanes-Oxley Act, the Whistleblower Protection Enhancement Act, and numerous other federal laws. And now, outreach has occurred across the globe with training in Mexico, Africa, the United Kingdom, and other spots around the world. Whistleblower Network News, Whistleblower of the Week, and the National Whistleblower Center. Jane, I think you promised that you would share some history. I did, Victoria. Thank you. The origins of whistleblowing were discovered by noted and respected whistleblower attorney Stephen Cohn. His research discovered that three signers of the Declaration of Independence worked together to ensure that whistleblowing would become part of the American ethic. Six months after the Declaration of Independence was signed, a warship called the Warren was anchored outside Providence, Rhode Island. 
the sailors and Marines blew the whistle on the incompetence and lack of moral integrity of the commander-in-chief, Ezek Hopkins. They wrote a letter pleading for help to Robert Payne, a member of the Continental Congress from Massachusetts. The whistleblowers reported numerous instances of malfeasance and crimes by the naval commander, including Victoria, an allegation that he was treating prisoners in the most, quote, inhumane and barbarous manner, unquote. Payne suggested that they submit a formal petition to the Continental Congress, and the whistleblowers did. In 1777, the Congress stood behind its whistleblowing sailors and passed the following resolution. Quote, resolved that Essex Hopkins be immediately, and he is hereby suspended, from his command in the American Navy. Retaliation was taken by Hopkins against the whistleblowers, of course, and he sued them for conspiracy and criminal liability. On July 30th, 1778, the Continental Congress came to the defense of the whistleblowers and they did pass a resolution that encouraged all citizens to blow the whistle on official misconduct. Perhaps for the first time in world history, Victoria, unquestionably for the first time in the history of the United States, a government recognized the importance of whistleblowers. Congress wrote, quote, that it is the duty of all persons in the service of the United States, as well as all other inhabitants thereof, to give the earliest information to Congress or any other proper authority of any misconduct, frauds, or misdemeanors committed by any persons in the services of these states, which may come to their knowledge, unquote. All this and more information about the United States' first whistleblowers can be found in Cohn's new book, Rules for Whistleblowers, a handbook for doing what is right. So you see, Victoria, whistleblowing is an age-old endeavor but now names like muckbreaker, snitch, rat, and tattletale can be... Oh, my personal favorite is skunk at the picnic. Oh, yes, Senator Grassley's expression. But now we know whistleblowers are really persons of integrity, prophets of truth, speakers of truth, and of course, my favorite heroes. Tell me, Victoria, who are the whistleblowers that you have met that have impressed you? Oh, thank you for asking. Uh, To be honest, I don't think I can name just one. I continue to be impressed by every single person we talk to either on the podcast or that we end up meeting at events like National Whistleblower Day. I'm always blown away by their bravery, their integrity, and their need to strive for justice. They're just incredible people, aren't they? 
Whistleblowers impact our world on a daily basis. They risk their reputations and careers and even put their lives in jeopardy to report wrongdoing. Whistleblowers, Victoria, have changed industries and have stopped crimes all over the world. Whistleblowers deserve to be recognized and celebrated. So, Victoria, that brings us to today, July 27th, 2023. What is happening? Oh, well, that would be National Whistleblower Day, the event on Capitol Hill. There will be two panels. One is Life After Whistleblowing, and the second is What's Next? Whistleblowers on Needed Improvements. You, Jane Turner, are moderating one panel, and Sharon Watkins, who blew the whistle on Enron, is moderating the other. Senator Charles Grassley, as well as other politicians, will be in attendance with 185 other whistleblowers. Of course, that's if they all show up, Victoria. Oh, you know they will. (laughs) You can mingle with some of the most well-known whistleblowers and their advocates, just like you, Jane. Ah, so hopefully next year we will have a presidential directive for a permanent whistleblower day and people who did not make this year's whistleblower day can hopefully attend next year, 2024. Start planning now, and if you would like to help sponsor National Whistleblower Day, go to the National Whistleblower Center's website, www.whistleblowers.org, and click the donate button. In fact, if you could smash that donate button, that would be fantastic. I totally agree, Victoria. Smash it. Well, Victoria, thank you for being with me on National Whistleblower Day. No, thank you. I so appreciate being able to stand in witness to everything the National Whistleblower Center, Whistleblower Network News, and our podcast is doing. I'm so excited about what's going to be next for the future for the whistleblowing community. In conclusion, folks, always remember to celebrate truth and celebrate whistleblowers. Hello, my name is Sharon Watkins. For better or worse, I am known as the Enron whistleblower, and I certainly have a heart for those going through anything that can be called blowing the whistle, or speaking truth to power. I am here today to encourage every one of you to participate in making National Whistleblower Day permanent. You can do this by going to www.whistleblowersblog.org and joining notable whistleblowers like Jane Turner, Bunny Greenhouse, Aaron Restwick, Fred Whitehurst, and myself in taking action. We are urging our representatives, and you can too, urge your representatives and President Biden to sign an executive order recognizing whistleblowers on a permanent National Whistleblower Day. Again, that's www.whistleblowersblog.org. Together we can make this happen. Thank you.